What's good guys, Ross Potter here and this is the RP Coaching Podcast where we'll talk about training, nutrition, mindset and everything in between. Created with you in mind, this podcast aims to educate and help you to tick those boxes daily. If you do enjoy the content, show me a little love, subscribe and share. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, guys, to yet another episode of the RP Coaching Podcast. I'm here today with another giant in the industry, Mr. Steve Morgan himself, who is someone I have trained with for many years um, and someone whose opinion I value greatly. So, Steve, welcome to the RP Coaching Podcast. Just give the guys a quick intro about yourself, what it is you do, um, and, and give them a, a kind of taster of who you are. Oh, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, great to be here. Um, and thanks for that great intro. Uh, I'm a personal trainer and a sports therapist and have been in the industry for close on 20 years now. Um, I have been a sports therapist for about 15 of those years. And I work with a lot of people from anyone from beginner fitness uh, up to Olympic athletes and pro bodybuilders. So uh, I've hopefully got a lot of experience with loads of different body types and loads of different mechanics well we'd hope so we'd hope so that's the reason i've got him on the podcast um now it's worth saying if you didn't know i also do sports massage we are both trained in sports therapy so that is kind of the one of the one of the things we're going to focus on today um and one of the the things we're going to cover in this podcast is the impacts of a sedentary job um, and the impacts that it's having on your health. We're going to explore why you're in so much pain, what causes the issues, and we're going to kind of look at a case study of a typical client um, and see how we can start to fight back and how we can start to look after yourself, more importantly. So let's get started. Now, the type of client me and Steve deal with um, as sports therapists um, most commonly are the kind of office jobs, the desk jobs. Um, Steve, what are the kind of common clients that you would bump into? Um, well, a lot of the time people come and see me with, uh, with back issues, so lower back issues or upper trap issues, basically, where they're, they're either getting a lot of pain through the lumbar spine um, or they're getting uh, like stress-induced or tension headaches and a lot of sort of shoulder pain, basically, because of a lot of different reasons. Um, but yeah, those are the, t the ones I tend to see uh, yeah. just because of yeah uh, of the sedentary work and commuting. So one of the big things that we deal with a lot of the time is bad back. Now, there are a number of other related illnesses and, and sort of issues. To name a few, flat back syndrome, hyperkyphosis, upper trap tension, um, internally rotating shoulders, which leads to tension headaches, stress headaches, honestly, the list is is endless. Yep. But we're going to just focus on two of the major issues that we see day in, day out in the sports massage line of work and also the personal training or the coaching side of work. Yep. So let's take number one. Um, Steve, adaptive shortening of the hamstrings and lack of glute activation. Just kind of give the guys a bit of an introduction as to what that is. 
Okay, so for people that commute into work uh, and but then sat at desks all day, um, you've got to think of the position of the hamstring you're putting in. The leg's bent most of the day, which means that the hamstring is actually in its shortened form. Yep, sure. So when um, you see someone with that, they <laughs> basically... The, uh, the time that it's been under that shortened period of time, the muscle gets used to being in that position. And if it gets used to being in that position, that the, that's the position it gets comfortable being. Now, when that happens, you can cause a lot of other knock-on effects from that. If you get too tight through your hamstrings, you can tilt your pelvis, uh, your hip flexors get too tight, or go the other way in too loose in some cases, and just not working synergistically, the muscles, and then often leads to lower back pain. Yeah, which is, I mean, lower back pain, in, in a nutshell, uh, is caused by probably 101 other things. Yeah, it could be a number than, of things. Than just the back itself. Yeah. One of the big things that we're used to hearing is, you know, or, or someone coming for therapy saying, yeah, it's all in my back, please can you massage my back? Chances are, the chances of it actually being back-related... I would probably throw it out there and say is maybe under 10%. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what I um, Because there are so many other issues going on around the periphery and the, the kind of, I guess, where the pain comes to light is in the lower back. Yeah. Um, so adaptive short the hamstrings, again, this comes down to that, that time that we spend sitting down day after day, hour after hour, especially on the commute as well. I mean, people forget to factor in the commute. Um, let's take a normal day. So you wake up in bed. You've been sleeping all night. The time that you spend walking around is minimal because you've got up late, you've missed your alarm. Yeah, it's a rush. You jump on the, on the train or in the car. So again, I don't know how long the average commute is. I'd probably say 40 minutes yep. to an hour. Yeah, if you're going to London from around here, or, an hour plus. Or average, um, on average. Then you get into work, you catch up with your mates, you sit down at your desk, you sat there from, again, let's just take a normal nine to five, you sat there from nine till 12, half 12. Lunch break is a quick trip to the shops. When you're back, you sat down again from just again, one till 4.30, when you start to pack up, get yourself, try and be the first out in the office. Five o'clock, you're back on that 40 minute to an hour commute. You get home, first thing you do, sit in front of the sofa, yep. uh, sit in front of the sofa, <laughs> sit in front of the sofa and watch the, uh, watch the fabric, <laughs> sit in front of the telly yeah. on the sofa before, we know what you mean. <laughs> before, before going to bed. So you take that day, the movement in that day is actually quite scary, the, 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 minimal, mi work. the minimal movement that, yeah. that people do. Um, so... Moving on, I guess let's look at a little bit of the science behind what causes the the, the, the adaptive shortening of the hamstring. So we've talked about sitting down. Yep. Um, there are a few other muscles which are involved as well. So the psoas and inactive glutes. Yep. Um, Steve, talk to us about glutes. The peach, the arse. <laughs> give us some indication of what's going on there. Okay, so uh, there's two common muscles that um, end up having to get treated for in the glutes. Um, first of all, if they get too tight, um, glute med and piriformis. Um, again, kind of 90% of the time are the, are the root of the cause of the problem. Um, with You've got the nerves, obviously, that come out from the spine, go down the, the legs, uh, and often people get what's 
the sciatica, um, uh, pain emanating down. Now that can go up as well, so you can actually feel it in the in the lower back. So if your glute lower glute med or piriformis is too tight, you can get that sort of lumbar pain um, or stress in the back. So that is an issue. Being too tight needs to be addressed. Okay, so we need to work on something. We'll touch on that later of how, what you can do to help yourself. But if they're not activating properly as well, they don't give you stability through the pelvis. Sure. And if you haven't got stability through the pelvis, uh, along with the core as well, then you're putting too much stress on your lower back. So two slightly different issues, but both caused by the, almost the same thing. Or yeah. And again, piriformis there, probably one of the big, big words in this podcast. Um, the forgotten I, muscle. Yeah, I would advise everybody to Google it, have a look at it, and look at how to release it via YouTube, Piriformis self-release. Um, it is such an easy thing to solve, but when left untreated, can cause havoc on sciatica, back pain. It's that Generally, I would say is probably the stem or the root of the cause. Um, now, one of the next issues we, we bump into quite a lot is... Again, a shortening of the traps. Um, Steve. Okay, so upper traps, basically the top of our shoulders and leading into the neck. Um, so that muscle basically, again, like the hamstrings, if you put it in a shortened state for a long, long period of time, is going to get used to being in that position and get that's its comfortable position to stay in. Now, if your setup is not correct at work, so uh, if your desk basically is too high, and your shoulders are elevated, and you're typing all day, looking at a screen with kind of hunched shoulders, if you want to call it that. Sure, yeah. Um, they're basically put in a short position. Now, if you're constantly tight, tight through there, the traps lead up to the occipitals, which is basically at the base of the, um, the skull. Now, if you get too tight through there, very often what we see is people getting headaches, basically, uh, which are like tension headaches right across the front uh, and of around the eye, uh, eyebrows, basically front of the head, the forehead. Yeah, yeah. Now that right, be, I think yeah. it's around the temples, isn't yeah, it? Around all temples. That, that yeah, all that pulse. area. So often if we, we need to release those upper traps, give them a little bit more um, flexibility, a little bit more basically into the comfortable position where they want to be in their long elongated form, uh, which takes that stress out of the, uh, the occipital. So you can release that sort of stress headache. Yeah, and I mean, stress headaches are becoming more and more of an issue. Again, yeah. with, with the clients that we see, I'm sure so many people listening to this podcast or this episode um, have been through it or know a partner or a friend or family who is always, oh, you know, my head, I feel like my head's going to blow yeah. up. It feels like um, a migraine sometimes. Yeah, yeah. or, you know, a, a stressful yeah. day behind yeah. the computer. You get home and there's that just, oh, my God, I need to release that tension through the head um and again nine times out of ten it doesn't stem in the head it stems from the periphery um neck shoulders tight chest yeah and and this i mean if we look at these two issues together um i remember when i used to do my training years ago it was the kind of the donald duck syndrome um or the hunchback of notre dame you can kind of spot the posture from a long way away. You can see yep. someone see who's, who's holding desk. tension in their upper body, in their traps. The shoulders are, are um, pronounced. They're um, elevated. The hips are slightly tilted, so the bum sticks out. Um, you, if you look for it and you know what you're looking for, you can spot it a mile away. 
Um, but yeah, stress headaches and tension headaches are another massive cause of um, the shortening of the traps. Yeah. So they're kind of two big points. I mean, the list is endless um, when it comes to muscles that are affected due to certain postural yep, imbalances. Postural problems. Um, so I just want to quickly tap, touch on the pecs as well, so the chest. Yep. Um, because obviously what we get is the shoulders rounding forward, the chest becoming too tight due to sitting in that desk position. Yep. Um, anything you want to add there? So uh, it's also down to someone that's not at a desk as well, driving, uh, driving position. Now, um, as, as Ross just quite rightly said, uh, the pecs basically have a huge role to play in this because if they, they're too tight and you're too tight through um, pec minor, uh, and pec major as well, but mostly pec minor. We get that internal rotation of the shoulder, so we're getting those rounded shoulders coming forward. Now that can be, yes, driving position in here, but again, working at a computer all day, especially a computer which is quite narrow, so if you're on like a laptop, but yeah. really close, we're getting, our hands are coming really in tight here, we're, and then throw in the bad posture of the desk not being the right height and your yeah. setup not being right, you're going to start causing yourself some problems. So it's adaptive shortening again of the pec minor. Yeah, and, and uh, one thing we're going to cover now is, is how to address these points, but it's not something that can be taken lightly. Um, there tends to be a lot of clients we see who just think you can come for a quick massage, everything's going to be fixed, and then you can have another 10 years of no pain, pain-free, and, and carry on. Yep. This is a continuous work of progress. 100%. If you look at the amount of hours, let's just say in an average week that you spend in that position versus the amount of hours you spend stretching, well, I'm going to throw it out there and so say you don't even do stretching, let alone 10 minutes, let alone an hour. Yeah. Um, we have to fight aggressively to counteract the imbalances because that's why as the the kind of population ages um with with these new desk jobs and things there are so many issues now with with back with health with yep. posture imbalances yeah uh, we we want to stay uh, as as upright or as anatomical position as, as best we possibly can for our whole life i've got a real weird if you don't mind me saying this analogy <laughs> uh, that we're basically like flowers um, at the end of the day because we are born in fetal position so we're like in a seed and basically all curled up then we grow and we stand up tall and we're, we're good for um, well most of our life hopefully until 60s 70s 80s but then we start kind of withering and dying and come Wilting. back down well steve you might be a flower but i am a great oak tree <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah i'm a little daisy <coughs> compared to that but yeah it, it, it's that that thought process is we need to stay as upright as we possibly can for as long as possible. So good posture, so so we can keep active. We mm. can be as healthy as we possibly can yeah, and reduce our pain as we're older. Because we only get worse as we're older as we unfortunately degenerate. Yeah. Wilt away. Wait, yes. Wilt away. So here we are, the flowers. Um, so... All of that's been quite negative. All of that has been quite real and raw. Um, without diving too much into the science, because I'm well aware that most of you don't even know where your quads are. Mm. Most of you don't even know where your biceps are. So there's no point talking about all of these kind of anatomical things in great detail. We can go on to that if you request it. But moving off the negatives, 
let's look at how can we address the issues what can you do to help yourself it's worth saying this is not just for office workers it's for anyone anyway, it's for anyone who feels that they need to be a little bit more active who lives a sedentary lifestyle but we will use an office job at the moment to just cover a few points so steve kick us off i'm a cripple i'm busted <laughs> i can't move what can i do to help myself okay right first and foremost if you are a if you're suffering from any of those kind of things that we've described is look at your setup um at work because if you are doing a nine to five job i mean that's a lot of hours that you're you're doing as you touched on earlier so first of all make sure that your computer and your desk is um ergonomically or is set up biomechanically nicely for you so you need to play around with the desk height if you can do that if not you need to play around with the um the height of the seat and make sure it's a good postural seat with yeah, good lumbar, good lumbar, lumbar support. support. Yeah. Yeah. So you are uh, yeah, playing around with those positions to make them progress you in the right direction of having less kyphosis, less getting your hands in close. Try and make sure that your shoulders are dropped and you're actually controlling your yeah. shoulders when, yeah. you're, when you're typing. Um, and that would be my number one place to start with because you can't get away from using the computer. You've got to, for most people's jobs, be in front of it most of the day. Yeah. But then I would say, so after you've done the, uh, the posture setup, got that sorted, is then thinking about taking minor breaks. Like I would then move on to something like, uh, my rule of thumb is if you can do it, is never sit down for more than 20 minutes, never stand up for more sure. than 20 minutes if you possibly yeah. can. I mean, that's not a given. It's uh, it, it, <laughs> not possible for most people. But if you can have little factored in breaks, however you want to do it, whether it's just take a little walk over, go and make yourself a coffee, or if you're having a water break or a loo break or getting something from the photocopy machine, or I think you said something earlier uh, that we've talked about, um, setting your alarm. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah, that's a big one. I mean... Mm. Even, I mean, some people have bought some fancy sand timers. There are some online which are, I think, they're 20-minute intervals. Um, and it just encourages people to get up and move every 20 minutes. I think there was a big study that was um, rolled out that said after 20 minutes, your um, focus drops at a rapid period every so many minutes after. Yeah, so you become so more productive. So it's it? well within your interests yeah. to get yourself up. And I'm not talking about leaving early i'm not talking about running a home um you know spending even more time on um technology with blue light and stuff i'm just talking about getting out of your chair moving around even just doing a few quick squats in the in the canteen or like steve said going to get water going to get water actually is a is a you can kill two birds with one stone because the more you drink the more you need to wee so you can actually then go nip to the toilet and nip back You've, you've ultimately ticked off two of the boxes. Um, but setting an alarm, if you haven't got a sound timer, is an amazing idea. Every hour, every 30 minutes, just to give yourself a little reminder. Yeah. Um, I'll just say one thing with the, with the water as well. It's um, yeah, killing almost three birds with one stone because obviously we had touch on it, but uh, it's so good obviously for fat loss as well. And you've probably done other podcasts on that. But not only that, is sometimes with the headaches, if it's not a, a tension headache, it might be a dehydration headache. Bang. So, boom, straight away, you've got the, the, the two birds killed with one stone on that. So, get that water in you, use that to, to, to maybe counteract it in two ways. So, if it's a tension, you nailed that by stretching or whatever yeah. we go through and get your set up. Um, but also, that dehydration headache of that, stay hydrated. Yeah, that's so important. And one thing I always advise my clients is with these big 
you know you can get these big two three liter um, jugs now some come with times on if I haven't just buy a two liter bottle for like 80 pence in your local supermarket with a sharpie just write on there <clears throat> 8 a.m. Um, 9 a.m. 10 a.m. give yourself little targets just so when it is sat on the desk and it's four o'clock and you haven't even drank your intake for 8 a.m. shit's hit the fan <laughs> you need to pull your fucking finger out <laughs> so um yeah water um one big thing again which I know Steve will be big on, um, what with, again, his clients that he trains and, and competitors, is steps, 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 steps. When you sat down for long periods of time, you get very few steps in. So on those lunch breaks, get yourself up, out, get yourself some fresh air. Even if it's chucking it down with rain, the mental release that you can take from just 30 minutes, 60 minutes away from your screen is going to do you wonders, not only mentally, but also physically as well. So, um, anything else? Yeah, so uh, another thing, obviously, to try and fix it. So you've done your posture setup, you've given yourself little breaks, you're moving around. Well, now to need to address the issue outside. So you need to um, start thinking about a good stretching routine um, at home. Now, people just do not stretch enough. Um, and with that stretching, throwing in things like um, myofascial release, whether it be foam rolling um, to treat yourself with that, iron out some of the, the, the issues going on in the muscles, but also regular treatment. Now, if you don't want to, if you, to be able to work optimally, you need to have good flexibility, good mobility. Now, invest in yourself. I just got to pause right there. Yeah. This is now a sales pitch. We're not trying to sell <laughs> two massage so, therapists saying that you do. But like I, I say this to a lot of people, like you, you you've got to invest in yourself to get the best out of yourself. But sure. injury prevention is much easier than cure. So why not invest in yourself so you can train optimally or just be healthy for someone that's going to um, uh, the office and, and, and be able to stay and work and not have to have time off for back issues or neck issues. But so you can, yeah, so you can actually reap the benefits, be better, be better mechanically. So, so try and, um, and force yourself to either go for um, a, a deep tissue sports massage or seek advice from someone that can give you a routine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it should all go in hand in hand. So your training needs to be set up for correct, uh, correcting the, the postural um, deficiencies or mechanical issues that you have, yeah. imbalances. Um, also then um, the treating the muscles to keep them if you're uh, wanting to grow muscle, you've got to keep it ironed out so you can actually recruit more muscle yeah, fiber and grow sure. some. Yep. Um, but for every reason, it's, it's good to throw in there. But for one of the most important reasons I say with athletes you know, a train is to basically make sure that they um, can continue getting better and stay injury-free. Yeah, that's, that's the big thing, especially because we're after longevity, we're after good health. You know, no one wants a, a two-year season and then their game over, so... It is all about longevity and health. I mean, most of us, we're living longer, but we have to ensure that we take the precautions and the measures to get there rather than spending 17 years of your life at an office job and then for the next 27 years, you're busted with mm, all these issues that could have been prevented. Um, and it's worth saying, I mean, one thing I hear a lot is sports massage is too painful. Whilst it is painful, yes, if you are using the correct therapist, 
who understands the body. There is an element of pain, yes, I'm not going to lie, it does hurt. But there is a therapist who understands dynamics and how these kind of muscles work to make you leave it leave feeling 10 times better not even more damaged yeah so i think that's a big thing is understanding your therapist and maybe looking into and doing a bit of research yeah because it's um, no point in going into a session and being tickled because uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and again that's what it comes down to finding the right therapist for you which actually is a good idea for another podcast that's just sprung to mind now but if you are someone who enjoys and has a pain threshold then you need someone who can apply the pressure if you're someone who gets tickled and wants to scream in pain maybe sports massage is not for you but there are other ways around it so finding the right therapist for you and lastly i just want to add in just while we're on the topic of trying to help yourself if you are driving or commuting to work um park furthest away from the office get the steps in even if it's raining, stop being a little bitch, put your raincoat on, <laughs> get in the office, get the steps done, don't take the, um, don't take elevator. the easy way out. Yeah, don't yeah. take the elevator, um, take the stairs every time, go up and down a few times a day. But guys, I hope that podcast has been informative, I'm, I'm hoping you've, you've taken something from it. Um, stay tuned, Steve, thank you so much for jumping on. Thanks for having me. There is definitely... Um, a lot more episodes that I'll be doing with Steve with creating more content for, for whatever you guys want. But thank you so much. Stay tuned and I will catch you on the flip side.